Good evening, everyone, and welcome. So we are here for another live Q&A on a Wednesday. Um, whether you might be watching this live on the actual Facebook group, uh, you might be watching the replay later on inside the Facebook group, um, or you might be listening to this on the Private Client Podcast. So wherever you are, hello, and I hope you're having a fantastic day. It could be evening, morning, I don't know. But either way, I've got a cracker for you today. So. I actually heard this um, listening to uh, someone else's podcast um, and he was talking about it in relation to business, to career, to those kind of developments and it just really, really hit home and I think, again, like a lot of stuff I talk about, it's very transferable to so many areas of life. So we're going to dive in. Um, As far as I've seen, there was only one question inside the group uh, this morning from Tracy and I'm going to address that in a little bit because very interesting. The question was, how can I get my momentum back? Um, I'm feeling a bit lost right now, Um, which happens to absolutely all of us. And I think she mentioned something about how I know that motivation will, you know, come and go type thing, but you know, what can I do to build that momentum back up type thing? So what we're gonna cover today actually ties in very nicely to that. So I've mentioned a few bits and spoken about how tonight's topic is all gonna be about um, why we should be focusing more on setting habits rather than the emphasis on setting goals, okay? So most people's problem I find that we typically set unrealistic goals. We project to the future and we think, oh, it's all right, if I just do X, Y, Z, then I'll be able to achieve my goal. And most people think a bit too much, like we, what do we, what do, what do they say? What's that saying that we overestimate what we can do in the short term but then we underestimate what we can do in the long term because we only really think in the short bursts and because of that we maybe do put you know plenty of work in in the first place in the short term and then when we don't see the kind of reflected work for our sorry reflected results for the effort we put in that's when we question it and we th- we feel disheartened and we feel like we're not getting anywhere. So all too often we set these monster goals, but then we don't have the enough of the matched work to actually achieve it, right? Another thing is that we maybe actually do set realistic and sensible goals, but we don't actually think about what needs to be done to achieve it. Uh, or we don't factor in what else we have going on in our life. Now, we, we don't think about other commitments, other priorities, other habits, other routines. We don't, you know, we just think about the health and fitness aspect, the weight loss aspect. We don't think about how it's going to impact our already busy family life, work life, social life, you know, all the other elements that we, we just think in our head, oh yeah, it, I'll make time to get the workouts in and yet I, I can make time to prepare my food and I can make time for da 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 and I can easily have the willpower to say no to such and such at these times and you know so we we maybe do set the right goal but then we there's a, a kind of um uh what's the right word for it it's not a there's a um oh it's really gonna bug me now i was gonna say a detachment but that's not even a real thing there's a there, there's a space between what we think we need to do and what 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 we're willing to do or what we what we feel like we're ready to do. Okay, I've made a complete pig's ear of that part, right? But 
bear with me on this one. Um, the other thing that we do typically wrong when we set a big juicy goal is that we, we focus very, very heavily on that end goal. And similar to the first thing I was saying, that we put loads of work in initially and when we don't make sizable progress towards it and make big enough leaps, that's when we start to question and we think, oh, this isn't working. Um, I've put all this bloody effort in and I'm not seeing, I'm not reaping the rewards just yet. And that's when we just start to, well, just take off it off the gas, don't we? And it's, it's natural because we want to see a reward. We want to see a return. So I get it. Um, so this is why we should absolutely set goals, of course, and they should be realistic. You know, well, we do need to think about what's going to be perhaps a slight stretch, but what's actually feasible. But we need to think about what's it, what's actually going to take sorry what's it actually going to take for us to get there and and that's the key so what i was listening to this is exactly what what alex almosi was talking about and um alex almosi by the way he's um he's a, he's a monster entrepreneur um he has a podcast called the game and it's, it's all about business but everything he talks about just makes so much sense to me and I get so many ideas off the back of it and it's it's really, really powerful. So if you are interested in another podcast, Alex Ormosi, The Game, really, really good. But yeah, so he was talking about how we all set these outlandish goals and these crazy goals, but we don't think about the long-term habits that are really going to get us there. So that's what I wanted to kind of break down today. And, you know, a lot of what I talk about, it's keeping things simple. It's looking at your actual life and thinking, how could we adjust and tweak and make small changes so we can factor these things in. You know, it's never about making these monstrous overhauls. And quite often I have the conversation with many of you when you have these little spurts of, of motivation and inspiration and you say, right, I'm going to train every day or I'm going to double my steps and I'm going to do this and do that. And where it's great to see we have these positive bursts, I know and it's not even me being negative, but I know it's just not going to work because it's too much of a jump, you know. Um, so that's why I encourage you to think about making these small tweaks. In our heads, we kind of switch off about that because we think, well, what's the point? What's the point of a 10 or 20% increase? What's the point of adding in just one more workout on top of what I'm currently doing? What's that going to do? But in reality, we need to think about how we can make sure that these habits actually stay in place for longer than a few weeks, because then we're going to see the longer term results come in. But what also happens is that it becomes habitual, it becomes part of life, doesn't it? We don't have to think about it as much because there were only small tweaks and changes that we made. OK, so let's think about it. Um, let's absolutely focus on the process rather than the result, okay? And let's focus on making these habits a part of our life. So with steps, I talk about 10 or 20% more than what you've been doing, okay? So we can only do that for a certain period of time. Like you can't every month add on another 10% and another 10% because at one point you're going to get to a point where the, the, you know, you're at the limit kind of thing. But for most people, if you've had a bit of a, a, a bit of a dip, um, bit of an inactive period, you know, like we've had at Christmas, it's absolutely realistic to do probably 20% more than what you have been doing. And actually, uh, I put a video about this on, on Instagram and Facebook yesterday, this morning, one day recently, and Zoe commented saying, this was my one month average, and I'm going to add on 20%, which is this, and that's what I'm going to focus on. And that's what I love, because 
I know that that's completely achievable. And even better than that, the likelihood is she's probably actually going to surpass it. She's probably going to be even further along. And what do you think that's going to do for her motivation and her energy? She's going to feel fantastic because she's set a really, really good target. She knows, you know, she's not overwhelmed by it. She's absolutely going to hit it because she's focusing on doing it and where she can fit it in. But then she's probably going to surpass it. So it makes you it makes you feel like you've absolutely smashed it. So you feel even better. Um, so, yeah, so for, let's use that example that maybe in February, possibly we could probably add another 10 percent on possibly. But then after that, we've probably got roughly the limit. Um, but that's fine because we've got five or six different ways that we can kind of focus on to compound together. And that's the that's the bigger picture here. It's not just about slashing our calories and ramping up our workouts. Right? We've got multiple different methods and kind of paths that we can take that if we make a small change in each one and change those individual habits. But again, because it's only a small tweak, not going to be massively noticeable. They all add up together to create this big, big outcome. Okay, so small changes, but big results. So steps done. Um, water. Think about adding 500 mil more than what you would normally have in a day. So if you if you realistically think about how much water you consume, whether it's zero right now, start by hitting 500 mil, half a litre, one pint. That's all we, all we need to consume over the entire day. And for those of you who perhaps don't drink much water, and now you're actually listening to this and you think, I could, do, well, I could do a pint of water in a whole day. That's, that's, that's easy. But you haven't been. So that's the first part is identifying what we need to do. The second part is then thinking, okay, where is this going to happen? How can I make this work? So for some people, it's having a glass with them. You know, if, if you're at a desk or if you're at home on the sofa or I don't know, whatever you do, um, some people like to have a, a, a glass and that, that works better for them. Other people like to have a bottle because perhaps they're on the go more or maybe because you can you can literally measure this is a 500 ml bottle, or 750, a, a one litre, whatever. And you're like, I know I need to drink one and a half of those, two of those throughout the day and I've hit my target. But for most people, by having a bottle or a glass near them through the day, you generally will just drink okay so that's so again we're thinking about a small increase in what you've been doing so 500 mil more across the entire day um and how can you actually fit it in and make it work for some people um so beth you said to me that of an evening you would fill up a water bottle put it in the fridge so overnight it's there and ready so ready for the morning and again it doesn't matter how you do it that's just one method some of you love those bottles that have um the timings of the day uh, like you have like 7 a.m. through to 1 p.m. on one side and then on the other side it's 1 p.m. through to 9 p.m. or whatever I can't remember what the actual numbers are um, but then you've got this visual aid that you know aha in this hour I've only got to drink this much and the next hour I've got to drink this much again and the next hour again and before you know it you've got to lunchtime and you've done that entire bottle refill it and then you go again because you've got that visual aid so again it doesn't matter how you do it it's what works for you. Some of you don't like plain water, so add something in it to flavour it. Um, whether that is adding in some, like a bit of um, no added sugar or sugar-free squash, so you get that, that nice flavour. Whether it's adding in actual pieces of fruit, um, lemon, lime, uh, you can get cucumber, you can put strawberries, you can pretty much put anything in there, which will just add that nice extra 
bit of oomph to it. Um, like I've got no problem drinking water and, and do drink plenty of water through the day, but come the evening, I quite enjoy a squash. Um, but, and that's the thing, like in, in theory, it probably should be two liters of pure water is probably on paper what we should all be aiming for. But again, if you're not really drinking much and you then try and jump all the way up to two liters straight away and of, of pure, like when I say pure, I mean just no, no added flavor. So whether that's tap water or bottled, whatever, um, it's probably gonna be too much of a jump, right? But if you're currently on about 1500 mils, so a liter and a half throughout the entire day, adding in again that 500, 500 mil, it's only a small little jump on top of what you're currently doing. So that's what I want you to think about is these small little steps in each area. Uh, next, what I've got is sleep. So this is a huge one. And some of you have got this nailed. Some of you, it's an ongoing challenge. And, and again, for, for various different reasons, um, you know, kids being one of them. Uh, and that's the thing. Sometimes it's, it's, it's a bit unavoidable and there's not a lot you can do. But other things, for most people, it is in your control. Like we can choose what time we start to wind down of an evening, perhaps what time we turn the telly off, what time we stop scrolling on, on social media, what time we stop checking our emails, those kind of things. Um, it could be that we choose to wind down 30 minutes earlier than we normally would do. You know, we stop whatever series one episode earlier than when you normally would do. And then that means you're gonna get to bed 30 minutes-ish earlier than you normally would do, which hopefully means you're going to get 30 minutes of extra quality sleep a night. Uh, and again, this is just one small little small little thing which hopefully you can take something from. It still requires a little bit of discipline. So you might have to have some kind of, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say an alarm, but well, you, I mean, you could, you could set some kind of a reminder and say, right, nine o'clock is my, the, the beginning of my wind down time or 10 o'clock, I don't know, whatever. But again, just think this, make a small change. If you currently go to bed at midnight, see if you can have lights off by 11 or 11.30. You know, just make that small change. Like, um, I've always, I think I'm old before my time. Like, I've always been asleep by about 10-ish. Um, I think, yeah, Sophie and I love, love to get to bed nice and early. Um, and, and, and it works. And then when I get up at kind of half five, six, I've had a good seven and a half, eight hour sleep, so it, it works well. Um, I, I asked Emma the other day about what what impact it's had on her going to bed an hour earlier. Uh, sorry, no, not going to bed, waking up an hour earlier, because she said she's been getting up an hour earlier each morning and using that time to get some extra steps in. And it's set up her day, it's obviously contributed towards, towards her, her brilliant steps so far of the challenge. And I said, you know, getting up an hour earlier do you feel more tired? You know, how much of an impact has that had? And she said, I actually feel better for it. And I think because she's getting up a bit earlier and adding in more activity, by the time she, it is bedtime, she's more tired, so she's more ready to go to sleep. So she sleeps better. Um, and then because of that, because she's knackered, she gets more quality sleep. And actually, because she goes to bed about 10-ish or whatever it is, she still gets, again, about eight hours sleep. So again, we're not. I'm not saying if you currently go to bed at midnight, you've now got to go to bed at 9.30 because that's just too much of a radical change. But think about, could you move it on by half an hour? Um, food planning, right? This is another, another big one which can be easily forgotten or missed out. So what I want you to think about is planning ahead, is stacking with another habit that you already do. So it could be something that happens over the weekend, um, perhaps when you're 
making your own dinner, making the kids dinner, you're preparing kids stuff for school the following day or under day, whatever you do over weekend, there's gonna be a handful of things which you have to do um, before the next week comes. You could stack those habits on top. So what I mean is you could then plan out the week's food, you could um, sort your food shop online, um, you could write your list so that perhaps you might go to a physical supermarket on your way home from work on a Monday, I don't know. Again, it's whatever is relevant for you, but the, if you can stack and attach that to something else that you already do, then it's more likely to become a, a regular part of what happens. And especially when you then feel better in yourself because you know, you've, you know once you've got it done, you, you feel a bit of like an achievement, don't you? You feel better for getting those things sorted. Um, food tracking, you know, I talk a lot about we need to find what way is gonna work best for you. And typically, wait until the end of the day to punch in what you've what you've had on my fitness power need to check it's just not really a sensible way to do it because no one really remembers exactly what they've had or how much it weighs or the right portion size um, and you know things just easily slip through the net whereas if you do it either as you go or even better in advance that is by far the most effective way of doing things and again it's just a little teeny tiny bit of discipline to get that habit started but that is going to be so powerful for ensuring you make sure that whatever you consume is tracked, but more, more, even better than that, you put it in in a logical headspace rather than a emotional headspace. So we're choosing in advance what we're going to eat, punching it into the app, and you kind of made it half real. Like you've already put it in. Obviously, you can easily delete it, you can edit it, you can change it, but because you've already done that, you've made it more real. And the likelihood of you then following that because you're committed to it massively goes up so again small changes like that making sure that you take the time to punch in tomorrow's food tonight or whilst you're having tomorrow morning's breakfast punch in the rest for that day type thing uh, and the last one i've already mentioned this briefly is working out you know how can we you know we can set these monster targets about i want to do this and i want to do that but to start with why don't we just try and do one extra workout a week or if that isn't quite feasible, perhaps add on five to 10 minutes per current workout. So if you're currently doing two 30 minute workouts a week, could you do two 35 to 40 minute workouts? Can you just add on that little teeny tiny bit on top? Um, or if it was two 30 minute workouts a week, could you find a time for an additional 20 minute workout somewhere? So maybe not quite three lots of 30s, but it's another step in the right direction. So this is what I want you to start thinking about is what habits do I really need to have and, and, and be regularly implementing in order to achieve my big goal? And yes, let's still focus on the goal. It's important to know where you're going and what we're aiming for, absolutely. But without having clarity on the habits we need to do, how much of it we need to do and where or when it's gonna happen, the goal is just a bit of a pipe dream, isn't it? It's just, um, it's just a wish. It's, it's just a, you know, a, a great idea with no real substance to it. Um, so yeah, so those are the different areas I mentioned. But yeah, so we've just gone through steps: water, sleep, food planning, food tracking, and working out. So that's six different elements. And again, if we can think about making teeny tiny adjustments in each area, that probably won't make that much of a difference. Like individually, won't make that much of a difference, really but all combined together will massively compound and in 30, 60, 90 days, 
will achieve huge results. But again, because it was only a, a small tweak, you're far likely to actually still be doing it. Okay. Um, so that was everything I wanted to cover. And linking back to the beginning where Tracy's question of how can I get my momentum back and feeling a bit lost, I would very much focus on the habits that you're, you've got in place right now. And whether it means upping some of them, some of them it might even be, be raining back in a little bit, which sounds very backwards and counterproductive. But perhaps it might feel like you're juggling too much and you're, you're losing control of each area. Whereas if you perhaps lower the bar a whisker, just a teeny tiny bit, you're taking that pressure off yourself. You'll start ticking the boxes regularly and consistently and feel better for that. And before you know it, you'll have those wheels in motion again. Um, slight side note but you could also spice things up a little bit so if you've lost a bit of momentum maybe think about changing up some of the food choices you're making so you've got that bit of variety same goes for workouts maybe try a few different things so you get a bit more excitement or enjoyment from it so that that could be something but i think if you just apply what i've been talking about here i think that alone in itself will make a big, big difference. Um, and then the final part of that is, as always, looking back over how far you've come and the wins you've already achieved. Um, and then the small wins that you continue to make. Because it's in those that you'll really think, do you know what, I am actually doing so much better than I thought I was. And I actually feel really, really good. And I've actually already achieved X, Y, Z. And oh my God, this is brilliant. This is so much. And that starts to change how you look at things. And then you actually start to see things in a different light. So Tracy, I hope that helps. And I don't think, now this happened last time that there was like four or five questions um, and I couldn't see it. And at the moment, I can't actually see any comments. Um, so I'm hoping this is all recorded okay. Um, but if there are comments and I can't see them, as soon as I finish this live, if they are there, I'll then respond. Um, but anyways, guys, I really, really hope you've taken some value from that. I hope that's been helpful. Um, and I really, really hope that you can not just listen to that, but I want it to sink in. I want you to actually take action on it. So ask me questions, bounce, bounce back ideas. If there's anything you want to run past me, um, if you want to, you know, so to talk through the habits that you're currently got in place and see where you can maybe tweak them, or if you're struggling to make them happen, let me know. And then I can help to kind of put those plans in place or suggest what kind of tweaks need to be made. But anyways, have a fantastic evening. Looking forward to hearing your feedback and I shall speak to you all very soon. Speak to you later.